Well, right off the bat, I'm going to say John is too long. He goes on and on and on. And whenever he gets into one of these arguments, he just is endless and very heady. And uh, Moses, uh, his description of God is just deplorable to me. Um, and I just can't believe that God would ever say, let alone do, that he would ever say, I will let my blazing wrath come down. I'm going to wipe everybody out. Everybody's dead. It's just as ridiculous. But there's a reason for it. Now, here we are in the year 2023. And I'm going to say, I don't remember exactly, but let's go back to 2020. I think it was a little before that. What did we outlaw? Parents cannot beat their kids, right? I was beaten once by my dad, and um, it hurt. Because <laughs> my brother and I were playing with uh, dirt claws out in the lot, and I threw a dirt clod and hit him in the eye, and he almost lost his eye. My mother was there trying to clean his eye out with wash and everything, and oh, my dad was ticked off, and he let, beat me over the head and everything. Um, one time in my life, only time, that he did to any of us, I think. But I deserved it in a sense, although it was all accidental. But we outlawed that. We outlawed that parents could beat their kids. We outlawed that teachers could beat uh, kids or paddle them. In fact, if you heard stories of nuns or teachers that, or principals who would, uh, would hit the children with paddles, this is the question that was often asked. Was it the paddle with the little holes in it so that the air would rush through it and you could even hit them even faster and harder? So it's outlawed, and you can go to prison for this. But better than that, you can go to prison for beating a dog. If you beat an animal or mistreat an animal, you can go to prison. Things have changed. So if that's true, it took us from the time of Jesus to 2008 years to outlaw beating our kids. Is it a surprise that Moses would say things like he says today? The Lord said to Moses, go down at once to your people whom you brought out of the land. They become depraved. Uh, tell them this is your God. How stiff-necked is people. Therefore, my wrath may blaze up against them to consume them. I will destroy them. Hmm. Maybe that's more Moses talking than God. And poor Moses was stuck in the middle between trying to please God and deal with this crazy people. And I guess you use whatever you've got, a paddle, a belt, beat them over the head, tell them God's going to destroy them. But I hope, I hope you and I don't believe that, that God will destroy us. Rather, do we believe in an eternal love that never gives up on us, ever? No matter how sinful, no matter how much doubt, no matter how much we reject God in our lives, even if we hate God, that he could never hate us. He can only love because God is love. Do we believe that? And if we don't, I beg you to consider it because it just doesn't make sense anything else. However, just as Moses pleaded with the people to turn away from their sin and idolatry and come to God and threaten them with the blazing wrath of God, but he pleaded with them. Jesus pleaded also in John's gospel only like this, that we would believe him 
and believe his word. And if that isn't enough to be convincing just because he says it, we have this eternal symbol of the cross to see that even on the cross, when they are putting him to death, driving nails through his hands and feet, spitting on him, stripping on him, beating him, killing him, that he could still say, Father, forgive them all. They know not what they do. Now that should be convincing. So here we are, fourth week of Lent, considering these things as we draw closer to the celebration so that our eyes will be wide open when we come. So when we hear the passion, not once, but twice, Matthew and John, our eyes will be wide open, our ears will be wide open. And most important of all, as we come to this holiest of weeks, not only our eyes and our ears, but our hearts will be open too to this message.